Welcome to Walking Together, a podcast all about encouraging each other as we follow Jesus together. I'm your host, Dennis Lavelle. Let's start walking. Well, it's happened. We are officially empty nesters. Our oldest son, Drake, left for college five years ago. He has his degree in digital media and is working at a church in Northern California, helping them in their tech ministry. And son number two has now spread his wings, and he is working for the same church in California doing their social media and graphics, as well as working for Target. When he was interviewing for the job at Target, the lady asked him, why Target? Why do you want to work here? And his reply was, hey, I've always loved Target. I mean, what kid doesn't like getting a slushy every time mom goes shopping? <laughs> well, both of our kids are creative geniuses, so I know they'll do well, and they should be able to take care of us when we're old. We laugh about that, but it's true. Well, my special guest today is my favorite person in the whole world, my wife, Laura. And as we enter this next phase of life without kids, we're having to rethink some things. The kids have always been an integral part of our life and ministry. So, Laura, share with us what's going on in your mind right now. As I've watched the news the last few days, it's been full of reports about the Queen. I've always found the royal family interesting. In fact, I remember as a nine-year-old sleeping in the living room on the floor waiting for the wedding of Charles and Diana, which would have been about midnight our time. This last week, the Queen lost her husband. And it hit me that this couple has been together for over 70 years. Not only had they been walking together, but they have been walking together in the public eye. They have walked through family deaths, wars, sicknesses, family drama, and the list goes on. And it made me stop and think that they were good walking partners from everything you see in the news. They complimented each other. He was a support to her in the role that she plays. Every relationship we have in life is a walk. We're walking with these people. And the question that comes to my mind is, Laura, what kind of walking partner are you? So that's what I want to talk about today. In your life and your relationships with your friends, with your siblings, with your children, with your spouse, with God, what kind of walking partner are you? Dennis and I have been walking together for almost 30 years. And I'll be honest. There are times when I have not been a good walking partner. There are times when I am very impatient. There are times when I fail to see his needs over mine. We have walked through many things together, leaving our family and homes and moving across an ocean, having the ministry we poured our lives into broken by a fellow laborer, losing a child in the early months of pregnancy, having a child who suffered a brain trauma, losing a parent, family dramas, and our list goes on. As of this week, both of our children are now permanently living in America, and we are beginning the empty nest walk. So Dennis and I are taking the next couple of days just to kind of reevaluate some things and just spend some time crying together. No matter who we are walking with, we need to learn to walk in step. When we are walking, we are constantly adjusting our step for who we are walking with. When I walk with a small child, my step will be slower. When I walk with an adult or walk to exercise, my walk will be faster. My walk as a wife is different than my walk as a mother. 
And my walk as a mother is different than my walk as a sister or my walk as a friend. We constantly make choices as we walk. The long road or the short path. The difficult climb or the easy one. Left or right. The most important walk in our lives is the walk we have with God. Am I walking with God or am I expecting God to walk with me? We need to let God set the pace, map the course, and decide the destination. Proverbs 16.9 tells us, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. We all want to plan our own steps, but if we truly desire to walk with God, we must allow Him to change our hearts to the point of giving Him full control and allowing Him to set our course. Those who are natural leaders might struggle more with letting God take the reins. It's in their DNA to be in charge. I don't necessarily think of myself as a natural leader, but I struggle at times to give God control. And to be honest, I think we probably all struggle with this. I think that I have things all put together and figured out. I'm out in front, leading the walk. I know where I'm going. I know how to get there. But that is not walking together. We have a walking path right outside our door, and hundreds, literally hundreds of people walk by in a day. Every once in a while, I'll see a couple who are in perfect step. I mean, perfect harmony with each other. It's like one person is walking, not two. You can tell that they've been walking together for a very long time. They have got this down. That is the type of walk that I want to have with God. So let's take a look at what the Bible says about walking with God. In Romans 6, 4, it says, Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father so that we too might walk in newness of life. So the first step in a walk with God is actually accepting Him as our Lord and Savior. Isaiah tells us, And your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. So the second step in walking with God is actually listening to God. Next in Ephesians, we read that we are to walk according to the gifts God has given us. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we are reminded that we must walk in faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. One of the most important things of all in our walk with God is humility. Humility is defined as having a modest or low view of one's own importance, being humble. Micah 6.8 tells us, He has told you, O man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you, but to do justice and to love mercy, and here it comes, and to walk humbly with your God. If we do not have a good walk with God, our walk with others will not be where it needs to be. If I were not walking well with God, my walk with Dennis won't be good. My walk with Drake and Brady will be affected. As Christians, our walk with God determines how every other walk in our life will end. To walk well with others, we must understand and know where they are at. There are times that I have to slow down for others, even though I really don't want to. Anyone who knows me knows that slow is really not a speed I like. Dennis always teases me and tells people, Laura has two speeds, turbo and off. And he's not wrong. I am walking daily right now to get into shape and to try to shed a few pounds. I usually average about a mile every 15 to 16 minutes, 
But right now, if I want the company of my husband, I need to slow down. He has done something to his foot and it is very painful for him to walk. So I need to decide, do I want to keep my goal of 15 or 16 minutes? Is that the most important thing to me? Or do I want to spend time with my husband and have him walk with me? Then there are times when we need to pick up the pace, even if the one we are walking with really doesn't want to. Maybe a child who needs a little bit of encouragement to speed up, or a friend who is just stuck somewhere and just can't seem to move. There might be times when we need to maybe even pull them a little bit along on the walk or help them over the hurdle that's in the road. And there are times we need to help them speed up a little bit. But the goal is to to know who you're walking with and be able to adjust your walk speed to them, whether that's slowing down a little, whether that's speeding up a little. So the question today is, am I a good walking partner? Am I where I need to be in my walk with God? Do I have patience with those I'm walking with? Do I love those I'm walking with? Am I kind to those I'm walking with? Am I praying for those I'm walking with? The Bible tells us of a man who walked with God. His name was Enoch. Genesis 5.24 tells us, Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. One author puts it like this, Enoch and God were so in unison and fellowship was so wonderful that as they were walking, they ended up closer to God's house than Enoch's. Perhaps God said, Enoch, why don't you just come home with me? We are so much closer to my house than yours. There's no sense in turning back now. And Enoch turned to God and said, Sure. My prayer for all of us is that our walks with God will bring us closer to God. And in growing closer to God, we will be able to help those we are walking with and even be able to lead others to walk with God as well. Happy walking. Thanks for joining in today. If it's been a help or a blessing, share it with a friend. Screenshot it. Post it on your social media accounts give it a positive rating. All those things help people to find the podcast. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.